0: Do you ever want to develop strong, lasting, and positive habits, but you just can't seem to succeed? Perhaps you have tried reading a lot of self-help books, using your phone as a reminder, and even enrolling in habit-forming classes, but nothing seems to work. If you keep doing the same thing, you'll get the same result. Perhaps it's the best time for you to look into the Word of God and see what it says about forming reliable habits that stick for a long time. Thankfully, that's exactly what you are going to learn today. In this presentation, let me share with you the 5 Biblical steps to forming strong habits that will revolutionize your spiritual life. We stick to the very end of this presentation and I'll give you another free material for you to learn more about Biblical habits. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Hello everyone! Welcome back to another exciting episode on our channel. I'm Joshua Infantado of Becoming Christians Academy, the best online course for you if you want to become a zealous and faithful child of God. Have you ever wondered how you can develop lasting habits that align with your faith and bring you closer to God? Are you tired of struggling with unhealthy patterns and looking for practical steps rooted in the Bible? help you form strong habits are you looking for biblical principles that could guide you in transforming your daily routines and behaviors leading to a more fulfilling and purpose-driven life thankfully this presentation will guide you into developing the right habits that will transform you from an ordinary person to an extraordinary Christian before we go and discuss the steps in forming habits You should first know what godly habits you should form. That's why I want to invite you in joining our online course entitled, The 7 Powerful Habits of Highly Effective Christians. In this course, you will learn the different habits that will dramatically improve your spiritual life and how you can develop them as well. You can learn more about the online course by clicking the link in the description box. I hope you check it out and see how it can help you become a more effective Christian. With that said, let's now go back to our main discussion. So what are the 5 steps in forming habits according to the Bible? Let's begin our discussion. Step 1. Set a clear goal Setting a goal is your first step to forming a better habit. Having a goal would give you a specific target for your efforts and guide your actions. The Bible tells us in Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Having a vision includes having a goal. You have a specific picture in your mind of what you want to achieve. The Bible tells us that the lack of vision or goal in life leads to distraction. If you don't have a goal, then you will eventually fail or perish. So how do you set a goal? Here are some tips for you to remember. First, be specific. Clearly define the habit you want to develop. The more specific your goal, the better. Avoid vague or general statements. For example, instead of saying, I want to eat healthier. Specify the specific dietary changes you want to make, such as, I want to include a serving of vegetables in my dinner every day. Make it measurable. A measurable goal allows you to track your progress and determine whether you're making the desired changes or not. When your goal is measurable, you can evaluate your success objectively. For instance, if your goal is to exercise regularly, specify the number of days per week or the duration of each exercise session. Next, set attainable targets. Ensure that your goal is realistic and attainable. Setting overly ambitious or unachievable goals can lead to frustration and demotivation. Start with small, manageable steps that you can confidently accomplish. As you progress, you can gradually increase the difficulty or intensity of the habit. Consider time based goals. Attach a time frame or deadline to your habit goal. This adds a sense of urgency and helps you stay focused and accountable. For example, You might set a goal to meditate for 10 minutes every morning within the next 30 days. With this in mind, your goal can be something like, I want to read the Bible every 5 a.m. 7 times a week for 30 minutes within the next 100 days. Now That's specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound, or what they call SMART goal. Step 2. Start small. Forming great habits start with small beginnings. Don't commit the mistake of thinking that your habits should already be humongous when starting. A lot of people set stellar habit goals that they can't achieve leading to demotivation. Eventually, they simply give up because their goals are unattainable. Thus, for step 2, you need to start small. Jesus Christ, or properly known as Yahshua, taught us an important lesson about small things that become big with God's blessings. Matthew 13 verses 31 to 32 tells us, Another parable he put forth to them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. But when it is grown, it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. As you can imagine, a mustard seed is so small. Looking at it, you might think that it can't do any good. It is so small that there's no way it can make a significant impact. You might even see the mustard seed as lifeless. Yet Christ tells us that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, which most people see as the least of all the seeds. However, When it grows, it grows so big that it becomes a place of rest, refuge, and sanctuary for the birds. So don't despise small beginnings. Forming a habit by starting small is a powerful strategy that can greatly increase your chances of success. When you begin with small, manageable actions, you reduce the barriers to entry and create a positive momentum that can propel you forward. Think about it for a second. When you go to the gym and lift weights, you don't immediately lift 100 kilograms of steel. You will surely endure yourself. The same can be said for forming a habit. Since you're just starting out, you can't expect to achieve a huge habit immediately. So, for example, you wanted to spend more time with God in prayer. You set a goal that you will pray for one hour in the morning. That could be a difficult thing to do, especially for newbies. Thus, you can just start for 5 minutes, then 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and 20 minutes until you reach your desired length of time. Let's go to the next step. Step number three, create a trigger. Creating a trigger is an important aspect of forming new habits. Remember that you are just starting to form a habit, so it won't be automatic. You need a trigger to remind, prompt, and even motivate you in performing your habit. This point reminds me of the story of Joseph when he was wrongfully imprisoned. In the prison cell, Joseph met Pharaoh's chief butler and baker. These two had a dream and Joseph interpreted the dream. After interpreting the butler's dream, Joseph told the butler, But remember me when it is well with you. And please show kindness to me. Make mention of me to Pharaoh and get me out of this house." That's Genesis 40 14. Sadly, the butler forgot Joseph. He only remembered Joseph when the Pharaoh had a dream. So in this case, the Pharaoh's dream served as a trigger for the butler to remember Joseph. Well, the story is not about forming a habit, we can also use the same principle when it comes to using triggers to build a habit. Choose a trigger that naturally connects to the habit you want to form. The trigger should be something that is consistently occurs in your daily life and serves as a reminder for you to perform the habit. For example, if you want to form the habit of praying before eating your meal, then seeing the food on your table could be your trigger. This should remind you that you should pray before eating. If you want to pray every morning, then waking up could be your trigger to prompt you into praying. If you are using an object as a trigger, be sure to make it super visible and noticeable. By placing the trigger in your environment where you can see it, you create a visual reminder that prompts you to engage in the habit. It could be as simple as putting a sticky note on your bathroom mirror or setting a reminder on your phone. Step number four, track your progress. Keep a record of your habit-building journey. Use a habit tracker app, a journal, or a simple calendar to mark each day you successfully perform the habit. Tracking your progress provides motivation and allows you to see how far you've come. The Bible also talks about taking notes using a book of remembrance. We read in Malachi 316, Then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another, and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on his name. If God uses a book of remembrance, then it would also hurt for us to write down our progress when it comes to forming a habit. In fact, it is encouraged that we do. Here are some reasons for you to track your progress. First, increased awareness. Tracking your progress brings awareness to your habit-building journey. It allows you to see how often you're engaging the habit and identify patterns or trends. This awareness helps you understand your current habits, strengths, and areas for improvement. Next, accountability. Tracking holds you accountable to your habit goals. When you record your progress, you have a tangible record of your commitment. It's a way of making a public or personal commitment to yourself, which can increase your sense of responsibility to follow through. And next, motivation and encouragement. Seeing your progress documented can be highly motivating. As you track your consistency and observe improvements over time, it provides a sense of accomplishment and boosts your confidence. The visual representation of your progress can serve as a reminder of how far you've come and keep you motivated to continue. Remember, tracking your progress is not about perfection or being overly strict with yourself. It's a tool to help you observe and improve your habit-building process. Embrace the data and insights you gain from tracking and use it as a guide to continuously refine your approach and increase your chances of successfully establishing the habit you desire. Step 5. Ask for God's help. Now, it doesn't mean that because it is step 5, it is the least important. No, it's exactly the opposite. Asking for God's help is something you and I should do before, during, and even after forming our new habits. Do you know why? Because we can only do so much. We are human beings with weaknesses and limitations. When we rely on our own willpower, abilities, and skills, we are actually limiting ourselves. We are setting up ourselves for failure. We read in Proverbs 3, 5, 6 Trust in Yahweh with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. The scripture tells us to always rely on God, to trust in Him with all our hearts. This means that we trust God in everything that we do, and that includes forming new habits. We shouldn't lean on our own understanding, but instead, We acknowledge how God can help and guide us. Asking for God's help when forming a good habit is an acknowledgment of our dependence on Him and an invitation for us to get His guidance, strength, and grace in the process of habit formation. Here's what it means to ask for God's help. Number one, surrendering to God's will. When we ask for God's help, we acknowledge that we cannot accomplish things solely through our own efforts. We surrender our will to God's will in humility and recognize that He has the power and wisdom to guide us in forming good habits. Number two, seeking divine guidance. Asking for God's help involves seeking His guidance and wisdom. We invite Him to reveal His desires for our lives and provide direction in the habits we should cultivate. Through prayer, reflection, and studying His word, we can align our intentions with His divine purposes. Third, inviting His strength. Developing good habits can be challenging, especially when faced with obstacles or temptations. By asking for God's help, we tap into His strength and power to overcome difficulties and resist temptations we recognize that it is through His grace that we can find the perseverance and resolve needed to establish and maintain positive habits. Remember, asking for God's help is not a one-time event but an ongoing process. It involves maintaining a consistent relationship with Him through prayer, through reading His word, and seeking His guidance daily. By inviting God into our habit-forming journey, we invite his transformative power to work within us and shaping us into the people he intends us to be. Friends, those are the five steps to forming lasting and enduring habits in a biblical way. Aside from that, let me just share a few more tips for you to remember. Number one, find an accountability partner who can help you form a new habit. Number two, Anticipate possible obstacles that could hinder you from forming the new habit. Plan ahead to avoid these obstacles and know how to address them. Number three, stay positive. Enjoy the struggle. Know that at the end, you'll come out stronger. Number four, review your progress and make necessary adjustments. Be flexible and willing to adopt your approach as needed. And finally, number five, celebrate progress and give glory to God. With that, I hope I was able to help you know how you can build better Godly habits through the scripture. Just to recap, the five steps of forming Godly habits are the following. Set a clear goal, start small, create a trigger, track your progress, ask for God's help. Now that you know how to build a habit, the next question is, which habit should you build as a Christian? If you wish to learn more, please check my online course, The 7 Powerful Habits of Highly Effective Christians. In this online course, you will learn the powerful habits of the spiritual giants and zealous servants of God, and how these habits transform them. Whether you are a new Christian or someone who has been on the Christian journey for a long time, you will definitely benefit from this course. The habits you'll learn from this course are timeless, practical, and most importantly, life-changing. The 7 Habits of Highly Effective Christians course is designed to help you become the best Christian you can be. So please take a look at our online course and see how it can dramatically improve your spiritual life. I have included the link in the description box. Do check it out and sign up today. That's it for me, friends, and thank you so much for joining us today. Again, I'm Joshua the Becoming Christians Academy, praying that the God Most High will bless us with His love, and truth, and grace. See you next time.